What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Kicker Podcast brought to you by Kicker Labs. As always, this is being broadcast from the beautiful city of Oceanside, North County, San Diego. My name is Victor V, and I'm joined by my boys, Bruce, yep. my boy, Louis Lope, and the producer of tonight, Mr. Osai Lin. So he's going to be away from the camera, but holding it down over there in the controls. And for this episode, we are joined by... A very, very different guest, somebody that you guys probably would not be able to anticipate. We are joined by the big, the bad, the wolf. And I'm talking about not the wolf of Wall Street, but Michael Wolf. Michael, thank you for joining us. Thank you for kicking it, bro. Hey. Hell yeah, man. Welcome. welcome. Yeah. How's the drive up here? Wolf of the West Coast. 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 Yeah, yeah. Wall Street, exactly, but West Coast for sure. Fuck yeah, man. Thank you for coming up here, man. The drive wasn't too bad coming up. Nah, man, it was uh, technically going down. So about an hour, 15 minutes, more than worth it. But it's Oh, like, shit. So. Oh, so you're coming from... Uh... Yeah, he's coming from the IE, from the Inland Empire. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Fuck yeah, man. I don't claim it, though. I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't claim IE. I'm from San Diego. I can't do the IE. I just live there because it's better bang for your buck. That's it. No, oh, 100. Oh, so it's a lot cheaper up there than it is down for here? For sure. Yeah. Where I live, man, I'd pay almost triple in San Diego for, for less. And I love my city, but it's only an hour away. I can just visit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, let me ask you something real quick. Could you like uh, get a little bit closer yeah, to the mic, bro? My bad. I'm tall, so I gotta lean in. No, you good, man. Y'all you a little shorter like... than me. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a little dude table. <laughs> it's, it's those Mexican genetics, man. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, Bruce is the smallest one, so I he, am. You're yeah. the tallest one out of, out of here. What's all yeah, yeah, I'm uh, six feet. Six but, feet. So I do have to like slightly like crouch a little bit, but it, it works. Yeah, it works, but you're used to it, so I got to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm five so, ten with yeah. boots on. <laughs> yeah. hey, well, Michael, for all the viewers, no listeners, uh, can you please uh, introduce yourself and let them know who you are and what you're about? Shit, that's a that's a loaded question, but uh, yeah, Michael Wolf, uh, Michael Flint, it's a government name. I'm from San Diego, born and raised, lived in Southeast a little bit, moved to San Isidro, grew up with uh, puro Mexicanos, and since then, man, I was a uh, I went from a fuck up to a millionaire. So there we go. There you go. That's that's short short version of it. I'm a father and a husband, so. My kid is there. He'll be in the camera sooner or later. But that's 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 like a short nutshell version of who I am. And then we'll get in the rest of it as we kind of just kick it. Oh, okay. right. yeah, man. Shout out to the kid. He's, he's looking over here like, put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. <laughs> yeah, he'll get in. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, but mean, if you guys have any specific questions, man, I'm an open. I'm more than open book. Just be careful what you ask. I don't want to get y'all counseled. I don't really. Oh, man. I, I don't nah. got a filter. We've been down the road a couple yeah. times already. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> We, we ain't that big yet, bro, to be honest, to get canceled. Like, how are you going to cancel something that's not a thing yet? You know? Shit. <laughs> people these days find a way, man. They'll remember this shit 10 years from now and come after you. As soon as you break, uh, like, $100 million, they'll come after you. Like, Kevin Hart, they came after him, what, 10 years later? So just... just yeah, man. See, I don't think right. that's going right. to... I don't think that's going to be as much as a, as a problem in 10 years from now because it's already starting to, like... The snake is starting to like bite its own tail now. Yeah. You know, because now they're starting to like the same people that were trying to cancel people. Now they're getting canceled because they said some shit 10 years ago. And people mm-hmm. are like, oh, well, you're over here canceling people, but you said this 10 years ago. The internet's undefeated. So it's, yep, uh, yep. it's going to get to that point that I think just humans do. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm more like the Dave Chappelle's, Joe Rogan's, Bill Burr's. You can't cancel somebody. I don't give a fuck about what you're talking yeah, 100%. about. 100%. I don't care. Like, you don't like me and you don't pay my bills. Who cares? But I just don't know how you guys' vibe is. You know, so you're welcome to ask me anything, but I'm a, 
I'm a very honest person, so just be careful with that. Right. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> full yeah. disclosure yeah. <laughs> before this all popped out. Hey, did we put that warning sign up before? <laughs> 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 yeah, you got to throw it out there, man. For sure. No, we I don't know how many that. black guests you guys have on here, too. So, you know, I can touch on topics and everybody can touch on. So, all right. There we go. But, all right, well, let's get started, man. All right, you say you grew up with uh, with Mexicans, man. How was yeah. that growing up, bro? Shit. It's probably San Isidro. Yeah, San Isidro. So, as I got closer to teenage years, I'll get pulled over a lot. Um, stopped for always fitting description because when you, when I lived more black people, you would think I lived in the hood, I'll get pulled over more. But now I'm just another black person. See, in San Isidro, it's like 10 of us. So, I'm easy profiled. Um, I learned uh, Chinate and Mayate men real fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since third grade, everybody's been calling me out of my name, but I don't speak Spanish, but I understand it. I just have a thing with languages. Teachers treat you a little different, but other than that, I, I got I got that Mexican heart in me. You learn Mexican heart real fast because y'all some 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 uh, tough minded motherfuckers, man. Oh, yeah. So that was the one thing I learned is some work ethic, um, having heart. Um, Got in a few fights. I learned, you know, the, the essay culture, you know, could have been an essay, but I was black, so I kept turning it down. Yeah. But I learned a lot. You know, used to watch people cross from the border and, you know, 27 people in the family crossing muddy, you know, going this way with their dogs. And then, you know, Border Patrol pull up like, well, where did they go? We send them the opposite way, you know, protect everybody. People used to ask me to cross, you know. To be a passenger, pay me ten thousand across because you know a black kid in the front seat doesn't look as suspicious. Yeah, I never fucked with that because you know crossing people put you underneath the prison. Yeah, but man, I've been involved in a lot of things and shit. I didn't even have black friends until I was like seventeen. Really? Yeah, my Mexican friends, Lalo Pedrino, they used to get in trouble because if I got in a fight with a Mexican kid. It was just me not liking him. It was nothing to do with race. Yeah. But the Mexicans are about race. Yeah, 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 it's always gonna be about race. And so the my Mexican homies will fight with me. And so they would get in trouble with all the other Mexicans. Like, oh, why are you choosing that dude's side? Why are you, why are you? And they're like, man, that's my brother. Like, I don't know y'all. And so it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird growing up, but I love it. I wouldn't change it because it is what it is. I think Mexicans still have a more of a family culture than black people do. So mm-hmm. I learned some of that. Now I feel you, man. I even had my one incident with that, too. When, like, me, me and my older homie rolled through to go get a bottle and shit. This is late night. And then uh, we hit the parking lot. And then, um, and then some. Then I see some other like fools. I never seen them before, but later on I get to know who's who and shit. Uh, make a long story short, um, at the end of the day, um, they just wanted me out the way and just wanted them for the color of the skin. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. And I don't like that shit at all. So I'm like, nah. And then we went ahead and got got into the putasos. Yeah, that's how it works. Day, that's how it is. You know, that's they, how they it works. Out the, they sell out the friends. My homeboys all like, hey, nah. bro, you could have fed me to the wolves, but you didn't. No, nah, bro. Like, I'm like, nah, bro, you roll with me. You're going to roll out with me, dog. That's how it works. Your brother's brother. Don't, it's skin color. Don't change none of that shit. Yeah. So, you know, they say the, the blood is thicker than uh, water. And then there's the full statement. Blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Yeah. A.K.A. The, the brothers you choose is a family. And trust me. I got a bunch of cousins I love and all that, but if it was like some of my closest homies and my cousin hanging off a cliff, it's not even a choice. My my homies are being saved. My cousins got to go because they wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Yeah. Like it was just my Mexican homies. I was sitting there, you know, getting to fights and you know getting to shit and getting us getting in trouble. They'll be the ones I can call. So it is what it is. Anybody got a problem with it, right? They can see us all. 
Yeah. But there's no, it was no race because you know we grew up the same. Black and Mexicans grew up in the same apartments, same neighborhoods, and we're all friends playing cops and robbers until we get right around middle school and then we learn what we race is. Loading, yeah, right. yeah. You, get, you meet somebody. Racism is taught. So yep. you meet somebody and somebody judges you. You feel awkward and all of a sudden hanging with your same homies that you used to skateboard with is weird because somebody said it was weird and it's like, man, all right, teach his own. But my homies, we weren't like that. We've been cool since. Since we were knee high and we still, most of them, we still cool to the day. A few of them I had to cut off because niggas is in jail and doing stupid shit. Yeah. And well, that's different. Yeah. You know, that's cutting yeah, off, but they're they yeah. still my brothers. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. But can't fuck with them at all. It's one of those hit them from Facebook with, a, with one of these and a couple of likes, but that's about it. I can't <laughs> fuck with True words right there. Y'all too much. Hey, bro. <laughs> now, I was a troublemaker myself. So now that I'm trying to stay out of trouble, some of these motherfuckers, they never stopped. And I'm like, nah, not, not me. Can't. Mm-hmm. I got a son. Once I had my son, what I wanted ended, what needed to happen started. And if you don't fit the mold, you know, Ariva Dirty, I'm out. I can't fuck with you. There you and go. that's how mm-hmm. it is. Talking about staying out of trouble. How about in school? Did you do any sports? Yeah, man. I did uh, football, track, uh, basketball, and swim. But a uh, yeah, black people can't swim. So, damn. Right. Right. <laughs> let me let me cross my next question out. Yeah, there's a few of us that can swim. I can swim my ass off. But uh, swim was in the same um, season as track, so they made me choose one. Yeah. And obviously, I'm choosing track. A lot more girls and a lot more free time. <laughs> and that's yeah. the honest truth. Everybody's walking on small shorts and shit. Always track for sure. I wish I would have found track earlier. But, track with the yeah. chicks or pool with speedos and dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Easy choice. Yeah. Easy fucking choice. Yeah. So, and, but football was like my main sport. Again, I love basketball, but I was short. Like I was telling you earlier, yeah. I was short and tall, 16. So I kind of stopped playing basketball, figured I was going to be a little dude. Turns out to be about 6'2". So it worked out, but I'm a hell of a football player. I just went to a, a high school that we had 53 people on the team. And when they raised, asked us to raise their hand, how many people have played football before, even at a park, I think six of us raised our hand. So San Isidro wasn't known for football. There's 11 black kids in the school when I went. So, you know, so we played every fucking position. I was a punter. School full of Mexicans that can kick, and I was a punter. That lets you know. <laughs> You're getting it in today, Mike. That, that, that did, lets you know. How did that happen, bro? I can kick. <laughs> shit. Yeah, apparently, if, you know, y'all can kick some shit, but it has to be on the ground first. Holding it and kicking it, I guess that's not a good, that's not what y'all fundamentals. <laughs> so, yeah, punting is different. Than is, yeah, it's a whole oh, different yeah, thing. Yeah. Could I kick a field goal? Fuck no. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. Obviously, we had some Mexicans out of nowhere soccer players, you know, come into the team, 45-yard field goals like it's nothing because that's the they know the mechanics. Yeah. But punting the ball, that worked out yeah. for me. So I was a punter, second-string quarterback, starting receiver, starting safety, and I'm violent. I'm violent as fuck. So football always fits with me perfectly. We, uh, we used to box, too. We used to bring, you know, gloves. Hey, you yeah. want a box? You want a box? All right, let's head to the back, and we just – you know, fuck around. Again, fuck around I wasn't. Shit. Yeah, I wasn't a bad kid, but I damn sure wasn't a good kid. Yeah, but it all worked out. Most of my teachers still work there and fucking miserable. So they they actually one of my teachers, Shout rest out. in peace. Um, he he passed away, but the fucker uh, put the fucker. me. Yeah, fuck that. You know, <laughs> way too here. Okay, so you know you have most likely to this and most likely right. to receive yeah, yeah, the yeah. fucking teacher put in the school newspaper Michael Flint most likely to need a Bills Bonds bitch ass nigga damn damn yeah that fool yeah, really did a, that shit yeah he did that shit same dude he kept he fucked with me on the football team and everything I think his wife had cheating on him with some black dude 
had a stepson. They got back together. So he had a little, he was a little iffy. Some of the older teachers told me about the shit later on as I got an adult, like he had issues. But before he passed, I can buy that bitch from his mother. So fuck him. You know, rest in peace to him. But he wasn't wrong. Technically, I did need a buzz bounce one day. So let's start with that. <laughs> he wasn't wrong, but that's not the fucking point. It's not. As a teacher, you're supposed to have hope. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're not supposed to throw that out there. Yeah. So I'm not mad at him. Not I'm, I'm an honest dude. So he was being honest. But damn, bro. You going to hit me like that in right, a, in a yeah, school newspaper? Thanks, hey, professor. <laughs> what if I was influenceable? I would have been fucked. <laughs> but pe- people like him put that chip, man, that chip that was on his shoulder, it gave my chip steroids. And I like vowed to make sure I destroy these people's best years in a month. Like, I don't know what the best thing he had going on, but I made sure if I ever met him when I was an adult around his age, we would, it'd be an awkward conversation. And he passed. So, you know, again, rest in peace to him. But by the time he passed, I surpassed his ass in life. Um, I don't know about personal life and happiness, but when it comes to success, we're not in the same boat, apples and oranges. So, he wasn't wrong, but his whole concept about me was wrong. He didn't know. I was a smart-ass kid. Right? I was Asian kids used to copy off of me. You know, I just didn't go to AP classes because it was more homework. That was common sense to me. Don't go to the fucking smart kid classes. They give you more homework. I didn't like homework. I did homework four times all of high school because it's only 15% of your grade. And if I can graduate with a C plus and a B, fuck homework. I can go play sports or fucking how to go seek or some something. Yeah. And because I didn't do homework, they all thought I was just a thug and i was like oh, i'm a thug but i'm sophisticated too don't make a mistake i'm smart as fuck um just don't like homework but uh, you know that's not conventional teachers need you to show your work and you got to go home and study the same thing i'm like you taught me monday and then tuesday and then wednesday and then thursday in class i got it i didn't need to go home and practice it i was like just give me the fucking test you went over it we went over for four days in a row give me the test and i would pass my test and they always check to see if i was cheating because how did i pass tests without homework and it's like, because it wasn't that fucking difficult. It's like, who shot Abraham Lincoln? We fig- You told me, John Wilkes Booth. Like, the fuck, I don't have to go home and study that shit for 20 hours to remember that. Just give me the fucking test. And But that was difficult in high school, is dealing with weird shit like that. Yeah. Teachers being weird. I didn't give people dominion over me. So me and teachers never got along. And only ones I did get along with, I'm still cool with today. Because of that. Because we had a copacetic relationship. You were the teacher. I was a student. Yes, sir. You know, no, sir. No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Outside of that, if you were in a grocery store, you're just Hector, right? You're you're not special. You're 40 years older than me. That's why you have make more money than me. It's not time has you, you know, is reason why you have me beat. Not anything. You did four years of college and decided to be a teacher that gets payday loans. Like, calm, me, calm the fuck down. Like, you, I, I was aware at 15, 16 that... These teachers are broke, which they shouldn't be. That's the United States needs to fix that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a whole different discussion. Yeah. Whole different discussion. They sh- teachers should be living, fucking living just because they do it as a passion. Doesn't mean that they shouldn't get paid as much. You know, it takes a village to raise a kid and we have 24 hours in a day. We sleep for eight. That leaves us about, you know, what was that? 16? 16. Yeah. Teachers yep. see us for about eight and a half. That's a third of our life. Oh, and they still go home and like yeah. paper and they go and home. So they they're with us physically a third of our time awake. And then the other time, and we have maybe an hour and a half of commute going back and forth, maybe an hour and a half shit showers, you know, and do whatever, eat. We only see our own parents four or five hours a day at most. And teachers see us more. And most of them are broke. That's a fucking problem. 
But either way, I, I understood where the teacher was and whatnot. You know, hey, you know, give me your cell phone. I'm like, no, you know, you can't text. I'll put it away, but I'm not giving you my cell phone. Like, it's not your job description. Read your fucking book. My personal property is going to end up stolen in your off in, in your desk. And I know it's going to end up stolen because I used to steal people's shit. So I was the guy who was going to steal the shit. So I was. <laughs> How do you think I got this phone in the yeah, first place, you know, teacher? <laughs> yeah, but I already know it's going to get stolen because there's people just like me. My homies in the back, they've been waiting for somebody's shit to get confiscated to get stolen. So I wasn't. Can I go to the bathroom? No, you can't go. Well, I'm going. It's, you know, did you want me to stop by the principal office on my way back? What do you want me to do? Because I'm obviously either that or I'm pissing the back of your classroom. And. Then they would be like, oh, he's insubordinate. And I'm like, yeah, call it what you want. But, you know, you, you're, you didn't let I know, where, bathroom, I knew know. where their line ended and they hated that. And as an adult, I realized I was wrong, not wrong by technical purposes, but it wasn't my place to be right yet because that shit can start a mutiny. You know, yeah. you know, you're in a learning environment. just because I'm right doesn't mean that other people are not going to hear me and take advantage of something, a technicality and start treating teachers like a piece of shit. And so it probably wasn't my time to be right. And I didn't get that as a kid. So I apologize to all the teachers out there that I did that to. But the rest of the shit of trying to establish authority over me, they can all fuck themselves twice. Yeah. Facts, man. So that was it. I know I took up a lot of you guys. No, 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 that was fair enough. It. <laughs> it really does come down to a mindset, dude. And if, if you're yeah. already there, I mean, I don't understand why people are trying to hold you back. It's personal. Ego. Ego is a thing. But mm-hmm. ego is not your amigo. Um this uh, business owner uh, wasn't a role model of mine, but he was a role model of my role model. He told me, because I was getting sued once, you know, well, had a p- potential getting sued. And he told me, ego is not your amigo. Just fucking pay him. He's like, fuck winning, fuck everything. He's like, ego is not your amigo. And that was something I need to hear because my pride, I was right. The person was wrong. They're just trying to take advantage of my company. Yeah. And so the pride in me was like, fuck it, let's do it. You know, let's go to court and, you know, get it done. And he was like, ego's not your amigo. And I started thinking about that. And a lot of people are prideful. Mm-hmm. Teachers, principals, cops, parents. Parents, honestly, some of the worst ones. Parents will fuck their kids up by having an ego that they don't know that they're holding their kids back because they want to be the only one to teach their kids. And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't care if your parent made $2 million. If I want to learn how to make $3 million, you know who I can't ask? My fucking mom. Because if she only makes two and she doesn't know how to make three. So if I want to make three... There has to be a proxy. There has to be somebody else that steps in where her spot stops to teach me that extra million because she doesn't obviously know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And people, parents won't, most parents won't allow that. You know, if you go do something they completely disagree with, they'll, they'll condemn you. And in Hispanics, y'all get compared to y'all cousins. Like it's the fucking you, Hispanics and Asians, you know, through primas doing this and your, your primos doing that. And so the aunties fucking talk to each other and compare kids. And that shit must be hard to grow up too, because it's never being good enough. If somebody in your family's doing better and that should make you want to quit right there. And that's one thing I didn't have to go through. Honestly, it sucks, but none of my family was doing shit. So it, yeah. it was easier. And I really give a fuck if they were, if they wasn't, you know, we could pair sports in the family mainly, yeah. but ego is why people will douse your mindset. They'll, they'll douse it because you don't fit their mold. And I'm like, all right, man, if it's a normal mode, I'm good. I don't want to be normal. Normal people commit suicide. Normal people are depressed. Normal people are broke. Normal people don't know what the fuck they're going to do next month. Normal people work. Today for next week, I work. If I work this month, I'm working October, so my next March is solved. Normal people don't think that way. If I, you know, what's your name again? Bruce. Bruce. 
most people, if I asked you to buy an eye Bruce for fifteen hundred dollars, you'd probably tell me no. And but you'll go buy an Apple for fifteen hundred. If I told you did the exact same thing, you'd probably still say no, because most people don't buy their own fucking brand. We'll put our money in Henry Wells' bank account and John Fargo, whatever those fucking dudes' names are. But if I asked you to buy I Bruce, you think his phone is a scam because why does it cost so much? Because it's your own brand. We don't buy our own brand. And that's why when somebody tells you you can be something someday or you can be a millionaire, you you see it's real, but it must not be real for you because we have a hard time buying our own brand. Don't get me wrong. All that's conditioned. Yeah. You know, that's part of school and the fucking the country we live in. It's conditioned. If you start buying your own brand and the people in power are fucked. But I don't like being normal. So if my mindset fucks with somebody else, that means I'm probably doing something right always. And that's kind of my 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 tester right there. If somebody thinks weird of me or kind of feels some type of way about me, it's probably because they're going to try to fuck me over or walk over me or swindle me or do something. And I'm not the type of person you can do it to. And that makes you feel awkward that you got to be real around me. You cannot fake around me or you're going to feel awkward as fuck. And that's why I don't have a lot of fucking friends. I have about two or three main friends, a wife, a son, some in-laws. That's a whole nother story that we're we're getting along now. But y'all, you know, Mexicans don't like to see a nigga date the daughter. Not especially. <laughs> Not that she's pretty too. It's it's one of those, you know, it wasn't hate, but damn sure it wasn't love. Look, she's like, don't talk about that because her dad's probably watching. No, nah, nah, it's <laughs> fuck that. It's he knows what he did. <laughs> he knows what he is. It's not really him. Her dad was cool as fuck, but uh, his wife runs the house, so they wasn't fucking with me really. It was one of those you're tolerated, but if I'm not mistaken, I think her mom offered me her uh, shopping spree to leave me back when we were young. That was some serious shit. Couldn't tell you what I did wrong. I was making more money than them. I was twenty something making more money than them at forty. But I was just, I didn't fit the mold. And I never was mad. It's like, you raising your daughter or you raising your kids, you do kind of have a picture of their marriage one day, especially your daughter. And you don't know what you picture, but you're damn sure didn't picture a dude with tattoos, six foot three. And I used to, you know, I was a fucking uh, fuck boy. I used to wear the, the double shorts and triple long XTs and the fucking big ass stunner shades. I was, I was yeah, a straight soldier boy? Yeah, stupid, stupid <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. If I saw that day to my daughter today, I'd be like, fuck, no, come on, baby. <laughs> like, there's nobody else in all. Like, she went to Imperial, she was in Imperial Beach, she went to Mar Vista. And Mar Vista, you know, it's like all these white kids, all this, something, there's nothing else than the Soldier Boy dude. Shout out Mar Vista. Yeah, fuck Mar Vista. <laughs> hey, it's like a block away from the beach. Yeah, they, they look, El Tapatio restaurant is cool for Mar Vista. And there was a kid named Slater. I don't know who he is, but everybody went to Slater's house. That's all I know. <laughs> so if that kid ever watches this shit, hey, bro, I don't know who you are, but man. Slater, you the man, dog. What the fuck was the fucking invitation? Because everybody I've met from different classes, everybody knows who fucking Slater is. Apparently his parents used to let them just throw parties all the time. So he was like that. Uh, he remind, I haven't met him, but it's like if Rocket Power was in real life, Apparently he was like the rocket power parents or shit. Wow. But no, nah, I don't really, I can't do Marvista. Man, I've met so many fucking losers from Marvista that I'm like, I'm like PTSD from Marvista. So fuck them all. The water polo team. I like the water polo team. Okay. Just because I was a swimmer, I can't do what they do. That shit's hard. I don't know if y'all ever play. I played a lot of sports. Water polo is no joke. Nah, yeah, I went to go watch your homie because he used to be like my my like breakers and soccer soccer yeah. buddy and shit. And I went to go watch one game. It was like, fuck that. It's like playing soccer in the fucking yeah, pool, man. dog. Yeah. Nah. 
I can do nah. a lot of shit, but I don't take for granted the water polo kids and um, the wrestlers. The fucking wrestlers, man. Oh, my God. You having to have a diet in high school and, like, can't eat during Thanksgiving because you got to make weight and yep. the conditioning of wrestling. You know, I thought I was in shape. You know, I'm a football player, you know, two-a-days and bleachers. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm Big Mike. Tried that wrestling shit for a couple of days. Nah, fuck that. That conditioning was too much. Yeah, but you got too much muscle, bro. You got to yeah. bring it down. And I know a lot of fighters nowadays. Like I've, I've sponsored a few early MMA fighters, like amateur, and a couple of, like, UFC fighters. I get tired looking at these motherfuckers work out. It's the conditioning. It's no joke. And so those two sports, I and I hats off to them. So... Yeah. But yeah, that's a long answer for mindset, huh? <laughs> not, not even. Yeah. We're, we're just getting started, really. Uh, no, oh, but, I, but well, if I, I do want to tap in into uh, stuff that, that I was looking through your IG page, man, because I was trying to make, you know, something happen, <laughs> try to get a, a little bit of research on you. And it, and it was tough, bro. But I did see you, you know, with a couple well-known celebrities, you know, going out to uh, sporting events and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, how is it that you get yourself in, in those rooms and in those situations? Um. I met I met a few people that fucking have access to all kinds of shit. Like there's an LA party tonight, hip hop party with a bunch of celebrities and people. Obviously, I'm here, so it was either that or here. I chose here. Thank um, you. Thank you. For, there's <laughs> Formula One. You know, next month. You, you know, they charge, but you know, charge whatever. You sit with you. He'll put you in the uh, same spot with celebrities, like Beyonce's concert. Um, certain charge, but you get like the VIP. Where it's not just you get in, you're like with where her family is, what Jay Z and in her like her people in, like in. were the Beyonce concert like, and sometimes it's a finesse. Sometimes you're actually on the guest list, but it works out. Like Snoop's party last year, the Halloween party, we were on the guest list. So, um, the ESPYS, um, there's two after parties. There's the reception for the after party for the ESPYS, and then there's like the after party at the Pendry Hotel. I'm on the guest list. And then you got people like JaVel McGee and NBA players like trying to figure out their names not on the list. That shit just felt weird. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, John Jones, they're all in the party. I'm on the same guest list. And then there's like NBA players can't get in. And I'm like looking at it like, damn, man, this plug is fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to the fucking plug. Hey, Sorry, Steph my Curry. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's fucking weird. But um, it kind of, it just took on a life on its own. I met the dude because I was at a Super Bowl in Tampa, um, my first Super Bowl. And a guy that I know that my sister used to date, he hit me up and was like, hey, if you want to go to the after party, that's whoever wins the Super Bowl, they always have an after party. Um, and if you want to go, let me know. And I'm, what? Like, you know, that's some weird text to get. You know, me and this dude don't really talk like that. Um, and I'm like, well, fucking of course, obviously. You know, fuck you. you know, if I'm a sports fan, of course I want to go to the winning teams at the party. And Brady won. So, yeah, I want to go with Brady's after party. Because you can't find the location online. It's only for the team, team members, families, and staff. So there's no tickets. You can't buy it. Celebrities, you can't just get in. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go. So he plugged me with the dude because he knows the dude. And they – just walked us right into the fucking after party. Pretty much don't leave. Obviously, if you leave, you're not getting back in. Yeah. They walked us in the after party, and we were on stage with Gronk and his brothers and Ludacris and Migos. And, you know, you're sitting there with, this close to all the players and conversating. And I was in Tampa. Following year, Rams won. And same thing. I went to the Rams after party. 
I met uh, I got a bunch of pictures. I got to hold the Lombardi Trophy two hours after the win. I'm like, oh, I actually have a video of it. I'm singing um, Bohemian Rhapsody with the trophy, just fucking because I was in trance. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because the person who handed it to me was Aaron Donald. So I talked to him. I just, you know, quick, you know, because I took a picture of him and I realized kind of like a dick, man. Let me go congratulate him, you know. You can't just take a picture of dude and like not hit him with a congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on yeah. the Super Bowl. Met the man. owner of the Rams, the GM, um, a bunch of the players. And it's funny because if you guys don't know me, then that when the Rams won, they ran out of wristbands for the party. It was at SpaceX. So not only the location private, if you put a black X on your hand because they ran out of wristbands, you'll walk right in. So I put that shit online. Yo, Rams party, after party, shouldn't be doing this, but if you show up at SpaceX, walk the fucking with a black marker on your hand, you'll walk into the Rams after party and free food, free liquor, you know, you know, gun and all these people form. Nobody fucking showed up. Nobody, even my employees. I told my employees, fuck work tomorrow. I got, I'm the boss. Like, come to the party. Nobody showed up. I couldn't fucking believe it. If I would, to me, that's, that's an opportunity of a lifetime. Right. You know, it's not something you can pay for. It's not something everybody can get. Um, but the plug. So this year, say it, you know, I don't know if you guys care about football, but. I believe it's in Vegas, right? Yeah. So it's going to be the same thing. There's a big party called the Fanatics Party. It's Michael Rubin's party. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, if you guys follow any sports, but um, Michael Rubin had a white party in July. All white party. It was a bunch of people there. Brady. Yeah, it was the Hamptons, right? Yeah. yeah. So we, I could have went to that. I went to UFC. Uh, 292 or something instead of that regretted it immediately because break you know there's a bunch of people there but michael rubin throws pretty much the best parties he has a party every year during super bowl week called the fanatics party only 400 people are allowed to get in and us if we want um normally charge like 900 bucks to 1100 bucks to get in these places um last year gary v travis scott maluma um fuck it troy aikman if you name a person there, like when I say they were there, they were fucking there. And I miss that because my girl was sick and she didn't feel like going to um, Arizona. So, and she's like, oh, you can go. But that was a trap, obviously. Me going to Arizona by myself, three days. Yeah, I was like, nah, babe, I'll stay with you. He regretted it immediately. As soon as, because the guy who hit me, he started sending me the pictures. And I'm like, ah, he's like, who's this guy? I'm like, that's Travis Scott. <laughs> he's like, who is this person? I'm like, fuck, yeah, Kardashians are there. And to be honest, these celebrities are great. But it's the, you never know what plug you might meet. What if you guys have a clothing brand or something like this? All these motherfuckers smoke. They, you hand somebody something that's your business and they fucking love it. Right. And like, oh, where'd you get this from? Don't worry, I'll, I'll send it to them. Send it for free. Somebody likes a shirt you made as your brand. Imagine if like a Kardashian, if Kardashian said they like your shirt, you send them a fucking a crate of shirts. Right. Because all it takes is one Kardashian to wear and your mother, you're good for fucking life. Right. When you guys are starting, you know, acting all bougie, like the fucking sync dudes and probably leave the band if you, you guys met with these people. But the plugs and connections you meet are great. And then the experience itself, just to be in the room with billionaires, like fucking billionaires. I like being the brokest person in the room. It makes me, you know, it size you up real fucking quick. It makes me go home and be like, look at this little ass house and these little cars. And- it's fucking house to house with one size of one room. Yeah, right yeah. same time that'll drive your ambition because now you're that like, you're like I'm, now I'm in the right direction. Yeah, but I like, need that. Yeah. That little push because most people in my circle, my family, I can pay. I think if you were to take the top 20 earners in my family, I could pay all their fucking rent 
with what's in my safe. And I'm not talking just this year. Cause you know, just so I don't have a circle that and that's not like to condemn them, right? I just made different choices. They all work hard. It's just sometimes you work for something that doesn't have an end game. Yeah. My shit had a better end game. Um, but I need different circle. I need I like when I'm around there. I'm like, damn, that's Twigman. So he's worth hundred million. Oh, there's Russell Westbrook. It's another hundred million. And it's like, oh, I pulled up in my little G Wagon, but these motherfuckers can then you got people like Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. He can buy, you know, the dealership. I'm trying to figure out if I want to buy a car. This motherfucker can buy the dealership. You got rich NFL players, and you gotta think that man pays them, all of them, by himself. Like that's crazy to me. So those events are great. Um, but my social media is kind of hard to size up because it's not a lot of my face. Is uh, my face is like motivational, motivational, and then like after like 10 posts, then it's me. And then motivational. And I only to be honest, I'm a I'm not an introverted. But the street dude in me doesn't like to be loud. And then, you know, the business side, uh, mental Gary Vaynerchuk thing, he's like, fuck how you feel. If you want to be in business, you got to use social media. So that meeting, I had like 500 followers. Two years later, I had like 16,000. So because he says you got to take it serious. No, no such thing as personal versus business. It's all one thing. If you have a brand, you got to sell your brand. So. I was like, all right. So I hired some dude from India. He posts a lot of the motivational shit. I'll send him videos. He'll find some. We'll check on. And I'll have him post it. And then the rest, giveaways. You know, if you guys see, I give away probably over $100,000 a year to strangers. Never met. I've only met like three people I've ever given shit away to. The rest are all strangers. Um, I try to I do it for everybody in you know, different countries. But I try to make it San Diego a lot more because he's hometown. Yeah. Padre tickets. Next year, I'm going to fucking – I don't care how or what. I'm throwing out the fucking first pitch of one of those 81 games. Um, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll hope you make that happen, bro. Yeah, I got to throw out the first pitch. I, I buy – I have season tickets for the Padres. I don't – I've never went to – I haven't went to a game in two years. I buy them just to give them away. I have season tickets. I give away every game out of 81, 81 games just to random fucking people. I'm no real contest. Like whoever sends me the best knock knock joke is to go to a Padre game you know, or just text your sister you love them or text your siblings you love them and send me a screenshot. I'll send you tickets. Um, and that's just to give back to San Diego. Um, we're doing a car giveaway soon. Um, we're going to do one, but I think we're going to do two now. One for just anybody and one specifically for San Diego. Okay. Um, so. Cause I like San Diego, you know, San Diego is my place, you know, yeah. cause damn sure don't care for Riverside. Um, I like where I live, but you know, I've given away shit to in London, India, Mexico, Canada, and damn near every state. And so the Instagram is a mix of motivational shit and giving away shit. It's like not even my Instagram. It literally is for everybody else. And I have to get my face out there. And I think that's where the podcast is going to come in is people don't know who the fuck I am. Like people have no idea what I look like at all. Like rarely I'll post like some pictures every in there, but most people I can walk by them probably follow me. And they'll have like, I've met people at UFC fights and I'm like in line. They're like, I recognize you. Now you're a fighter. I'm like, I'm not a fighter. I can fight, but I'm not a fighter. <laughs> and they're like, it's like an hour later. And I'm like, you're the wolf kid. The Wolf of West Coast. And I'm like, yeah, no, ask me to take a picture. And that's kind of weird. You know, I like it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend that it's not cool as fuck to, you know, have somebody yeah, ask to take a fucking like, photo. Fuck yeah. Right. It's like but it's also man. awkward, you know, because it's like, fuck, they can post that. What if I look stupid? You know, <laughs> I start realizing, fuck, these celebrities, man, they just get posted in dumbass positions. Because, you know, you, what if my mouth was open? What if I had fucking blinked? 
And then it's weird. And my girl makes fun of me. She like always gives me a look like, oh, you're taking pictures now. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but because there's not a lot of me in my face. So the Instagram is kind of hard to read, you know, and you only can pin three things. So I kind of change up the pins. I always keep the Brady one there. Cause that was one of my favorite meets ever. It's, it's fucking. I don't know if you guys follow oh, football, but goat. it's yeah, fucking Tom goat. Brady, man. Yep. I've met a lot of fucking people. Shaq is one of my favorite ones, cause you know he's another a goat. But it's Brady. Brady always says if they have like two different pictures of Dana White, but he's not Brady. Mm-hmm. And I fuck with Dana White, but if I had to take a dinner with Dana White or Tom Brady, Dana White would be only business. Tom Brady, I'd take a dinner with him just to talk about nothing. Because he's Brady. I was a, I'm a Patriots fan, and you know, I followed him until he retired. I own his most expensive NFT in the in the world. So yeah, so that's how big I spent twenty one thousand dollars on an NFT for Tom Brady, and I'm I eat ramen noodles every night, and it's not a joke. My whole cabinet is full of Maruchan, Maruchan hot dogs, Maruchan sandwiches. I don't know if we're on the live, but the people that know me that's on the live, ask them. They hate going like go to my house. I don't got shit but Maruchan, right? Maybe a hot pocket or some shit. I'm cheap. But then I'll spend twenty one thousand dollars on Tom Brady NFT because one, it'd be worth something one day. Yeah. Uh, two, it's fucking Brady. Yeah, it's already yeah, worth right. something, bro. Right. Yeah. I just reposted it for the first time. I haven't seen it in like a year. I got on yesterday because I realized the kid that I had running my NFT shit because I didn't know shit about it. I haven't seen him in a year, and he had all the access to it. That motherfucker could have sold it and sent it to himself a long time ago. Luckily, he didn't. Shout out Brian for not robbing me. There you so go. you're real, Brian. There you go. Hey, you, you are a real, real one, one, Brian. Yeah, yeah. But Brian, that fusion I let you borrow my car, you damn sure goes to me. I'm pretty sure you sold it or lost it or something. I gave him a, a car because he he had a he's taking a bus. You know, I love the dude. He's 24 years old, has a single father. He's taking a bus, picking up his daughter and shit. And I had extra cars, so I gave this motherfucker a 2013 fusion. No problems with it. Because I didn't like him, you know, as one, as an employer, he made enough, he made good money, right? But he didn't make enough to save up for a car right away. His daughter's my son's age. And that's so it definitely hits the same way. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, I gave him a car and um, I haven't talked to him since I gave him the car, you know, but I'm guessing my car is gone because uh, he hasn't hit me up about returning my shit because uh, he was borrowing it this whole time. Yeah. But if somebody borrows your car for a year and a half, you're not getting that shit back, right? It's, yeah. it's your their car, but I don't mind. Yeah, you might. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's smart motherfucker. Um, you know what that reminds me of? Like uh, I watched a clip the other day with Chris Tucker talking about him borrowing Charlie Sheen's car. And then Charlie Sheen finally asked him if he still had the car back. And he finally got it back after a while because apparently that fool was just with really? it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's some nigga shit. <laughs> you might just get your, your car after this episode. You never know. <laughs> nah, man. I got like I got a few cars. And I'm not a brag person, but uh I got a few cars. Brian can keep the car. It's it's better for him. If he still has it, it I know it came in handy. Cause you know, he had one, Brian likes, you know, he likes to go out with the girls and stuff, spend his money. I know it's tough. Cause he used to try to borrow the car on weekends, you know, hey, I got a date. You know, can I borrow the car? Cool. Because my business, I'm very open. So, one, most people I'm around can't whoop my ass. So, I don't mind if you borrow shit. Because worst case scenario, you don't want me at your front door. Like, you steal from me. It's all good. I've stolen from people. But, you know, you just can't see me again. I'm not mad at you. But you can't run into me after robbing me. I'm going I'm to have to hurt you. And I'm not going to hurt you nicely. I'm going to rearrange you. I want you to think about this shit for the rest of your life when you wake up and look at yourself. Don't rob nobody else. But I've people in my office, man, they can brawl. Like we have PlayStation 5 and the Xbox X, like the first day it came out. Motherfuckers take it home. You know, if, if it's going to sit there over a weekend in the office collecting dust 
y'all could take it home and just bring it back on Monday. You know, use it. I don't I don't play video games. It's for everybody. I left my debit card is already in the system. So if they want to download any game, they can download it. My they, everybody has my account info. So when they're at home, they're just logging to my account and it's probably already purchased. Or if not, my debit card is there. Uh, all the logins, like every fucking log you can think of, HBO Max and YouTube TV and you know, all that shit. You know how many people using my logins right now? I pay for five different Netflix accounts just so people can have it. Uh, every month, I have a I have a bank account I don't use. It's literally there. There's money sitting in there just to for the next two three years enough for three years of Disney Plus, Hulu, and Netflix. I use to just give away uh, HBO Max. I'll be going to HBO and anybody continue watching this. I'll be like, somebody really uses this shit because I I didn't watch fucking Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, whoever somebody's watching that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but but you you bring something up that I've read about actually it's which is having multiple bank accounts. And I think that the sweet spots like having about five different bank accounts. Uh, it depends. Yeah. So, it really all depends. So first thing is for business wise, you need to get LOCs and S corps or whatever. Stop fucking making money yourself. I mean, I don't know if you guys are in this, but stop mm-hmm. making, stop letting, like if you have a job, ask your job, can they pay your LOC? Get an LOC takes like three weeks, costs a hundred bucks and open a bank account. Ask the job if they can pay your LOC instead of you. Um, most likely they can because it's the same money. They owe you 800. They can pay the LOC 800. But see, your LOC doesn't, you know, you're getting the whole 800 without tax because that's going to be a 1099, not a W-2. Um, and now that you have your LOC, every you can make money, but you can write off half the shit that you use your bank account for. And instead of like back in the day, you have to keep receipts, but bank statements are receipts now. So you don't really have to keep receipts. You And there's little tricks you can do to like write off more gas or more trips. If you go fly out of town, instead of flying out on your business and then don't like fuck your personal bank account. You could pay yourself from your LLC if you want, but fuck your personal bank account. Don't even use it really. I use like, if you see all my debit cards, it's all business. Like Wolf of, uh, Wolf of Warlow LLC. I don't know if I have any rest. She probably has it. Yeah, that's one other thing that I read about is like to not use debit, try to use a little bit more credit instead. Credit for sure. If you let, it's better to use credit if you're buying assets is what they really mean. A lot of people are like, oh, use credit, not debit. But ultimately, you're going to pay it back anyway. Um, so don't just use credit if you're like going to go to the, unless you're trying to build your credit. If you're still building your credit up, of course, you know, use credit. So and keep paying it off right away. Um, build it up but using credit or loans are better if you're trying to build a, a business or something that's going to make you money um, if you want to go buy uh, and me too sorry about that no nah, we got ads ads hey man ads pay for everything but um yeah for for like loans if you want to go buy fifty thousand dollars anything Take a loan or use credit. Use somebody else's fifty thousand dollars. Like the thing that you're buying for fifty thousand is gonna make back ninety. Use somebody else's fifty. They're gonna ask you for seventy back. So you lost twenty, but you made you made twenty in profit. And if it's a business, then it keeps going. But even if it's a one-time thing, using somebody else's money to buy something that makes you money is just common sense. But you gotta like build yourself. But the first thing is get an LOC, have your job, pay your LOC if they and they kind of push it, even though it's weird. Again, it's not normal, so people will give you a hard time. But fuck normal, kind of push it. They start paying your LOC. Now you're not getting taxed. So you're not gonna get a tax refund the next year, but no offense, but tax refunds for broke people. Um, fuck your little extra thousand dollars, two thousand. Do you want it now or do you want it later? 
Right. Right. And getting a tax refund mean they already, you know, they 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 snatched your fucking money and they're giving some of it back. I'd rather make all my fucking money now and use it freely. So if you get the eight hundred dollar check, that's yours. You write off your gas, and then the type of LSU you get is definitely um, important. So like I have a bunch of LOC sales and marketing and teaching, but my Wolf uh, Warlow one that was the original name instead of Wolf of West Coast. That's an entertainment LOC because if you have a it's called a sick code, but if you're classified as entertainer or entertainment, a lot more things can be written off because I'm an entertainer, right? You know, and it's not perfect science, but like my haircuts are part of my business of your brand the, yeah because yeah. i gotta buy clothes to a certain extent so if you really were going deep into it an entertainer can write off everything and you guys are entertainers so it's perfect all this shit is a write-off aka don't keep the money in your fucking account i know you like to see it grow but if you made five hundred thousand dollars this year it's pre-tax and then if you keep five hundred thousand dollars in the account they can tax you on a half a million dollars Spend it. Even if you spend it on something that makes money back, get that shit out of your account. You talk to somebody that knows and make sure it kind of washes itself, but it it goes against your profit. And so by the end of the year, you only profited, you know, $40,000. Now you have to pay tax on that, which is fifteen. Well, 15000 you know, is gas. You, you wrote that off of gas, but yet you made all your money while spending it. Let's say if you guys make 50000 a year at your job, if they could pay your LOC, you owe about 20000 in taxes, but it's LLC. So gas is taxes. Um, and right now, California is allowing us to write off like almost a hundred percent of meals. It used to be like 55 cents on a dollar, but uh, you could write off a lot of your meals cause you're swiping your business card. So kind of keep up with that, but swipe your business card for everything. You go out of town, little tricks you can do to go out of town. Don't book Friday to Sunday because that's leisure. If you book Friday to Monday, even if it's like right early Monday, everything now you swipe, over that weekend, it's considered a write-off. Everything is versus some of it is because you took a business trip. Friday to Sunday, leisure. Friday to Monday, it can be considered a business trip. You hit from one business yeah. day to the next business day. So mm. gas, right? You can't write off your commute to work. You can't write off driving home. You can write off anything you do during work. But tricks, if you have a Starbucks two minutes away from your house, stop by the Starbucks, make a phone call. So this is for audit purposes because you can write it off anyway, but if they ever want to audit you, stop by a Starbucks every morning and make a phone call. And now, since that's only two minutes from your house, the whole trip from Starbucks to work is you can write off because that's you, you, you started work at Starbucks. Yeah. So now everything else and the same thing when you're driving home, stop at a Starbucks, buy something. And because it was a you know, coffee meeting, a business call. Now the rest of that whole drive is part of, work and little things. So that's for like audit purposes. You can write off. And again, this is not all perfect science, but there's 450 tax codes. And this is why people like were pissed off at Donald Trump. Oh, he made a billion, but he only paid 700 in taxes. I don't have, you know, I'm getting to the per personal feelings about Donald Trump, but don't be mad at that motherfucker. Cause he's smarter than you. $700 in tax after a billion. He's smart as shit. Don't hate the player. That's yeah. why I say make my bank account great again. Yeah, make the bank account great again. <laughs> nah, man, I did get some respect for him when he called out Hillary Trump's like, yeah, they use these taxes, and I know because I use these yeah. fucking loopholes too. Oh, her friends use it too. Right. So, yeah, again, he, as a business person, I'd pay to sit down with the dude. Should he be the leader of the free world? Probably not, but if it's based on him or the dude in the office right now, Fuck it, Trump back it is. 100%. Uh, 100%. And again, maybe old Biden, I'd say, let's do it, but this motherfucker can't yeah. finish a paragraph. 
we can't have a leader of free world that can't finish a fucking paragraph without stumbling over his words. He's getting, I think his age got the best of him. So he should, Trump shouldn't be a leader of free world, but if, if the climate we're in now, if it's him or the same, same shit we already have going on right now, fuck, I'll take my chance with him. I didn't vote for him the first time, but he'd get my vote this time. If he's running against Biden, sorry, Biden, like I loved you before, but you're fuck up now. Um, you know, and I might say fuck up, but you're no help. No right. help. You're no help. You're not. Nothing's happening positive um, that I can think of. And you know, Trump had some negative shit too. That what Trump did was that the racist pretty much stood tall when Trump was about. He didn't say go do it, but him not condemning it is almost signing off on the same shit. Right. So he lost me on that. But without him being as who he was, the Black Lives Matters cause and all that marching all that should happen also because he was so allowed uh allowed the racist to be so blatantly racist because when the rubber band gets stretched right it ends up snapping right back um like you said earlier the snake biting its own tail the racists were so fucking blatant during uh trump's time that all those closet motherfucking uh people the closet racists and the people that are neutral the jew breeze and some of the celebrities you know robert de niro's a lot of those people kind of just they never had a comment if a black kid got killed or something happened in the hood. They kind of, it was for the business wise. They just, they probably thought it was bad, but just don't say shit. You leave it, stay there. People were so blatantly racist that even people like that couldn't be quiet. They You had to pick a side at this point. So during Trump's administration, everybody was forced to pick a side. Either you agree with the kid being shot while jogging or you don't. There's no version of it because people are doing crazy shit on camera because in their head, you know, their leader said to do it. And that allowed people like Drew Brees to like wear the shirt, say her name shirts. There's a lot of racist shit that happened over Drew Brees' the whole career. He never spoke up about any of this shit. But at this point, you have to say something. And because, again, Santee, the dude was walking around with a fucking clan mask on. Now, obviously, we're not nobody in San Diego surprised in Santee. You know, we call it clan T for a reason. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Shout out to clan T. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into a bar there once, and it was like a movie scene. Ah, Motherfuckers looked at me like... You, they look at me like, come on, bro. You know you don't belong here. Bro. I was like, you know what? Y'all right. I don't. I did. <laughs> I did business to business sales. Yeah. So they sent me this Santee. You know, I thought they did that to get me to. They wanted me to quit. I was the only black kid out of 150 white kids, and I'm, they sent me to Santee. That wasn't a fucking accident. They were trying to like piss me off to quit. Right. It didn't work. I ended up opening my own business and making millions. But yeah, the the Trump shit. That's a whole topic of its own. Neck. We could be here for eighteen hours talking yeah. about that shit. Yeah, maybe the next podcast. Yeah, sure. we'll do it again. However, you guys on my shit, and we could talk about everything. We could pick certain topics, and it's you're gonna have some some people not liking us, and that works for all of us. So hell yeah, that's all right. Wolf. Hey, right. but you know what? I'm going to go on a quick little segue because we do have a bunch of comments that we've kind of neglected this What's whole up? entire episode. Uh, but man, Let's it's been a it. crazy conversation. I hope everybody's taking notes out there because uh, Wolf is dropping knowledge on this one. We got David Phipps saying, whoop, whoop. That's your David Louis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Homie's a juggalo. Alan, a.k.a. RPG. Only time I call a black dude on my out there is if I got beef with him. Fuck it, you know. It is what it is. That's still racist as fuck. <laughs> but, no. That's all right. I'm a, I look, I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad to honesty, but I hope you got beat up too. Francisco Garcia saying saludos the wolf of the West Coast, the part of the familia de Garcia. Yeah, that's my that's the uh, best that's my father in law. I've heard you talk, man. That's my father in law. Carmen Cardenas saying, Me, Cata como habla. 
Me lo pueden saludar. What did she say? She said she likes how you talk and they could give give you a shout out. Oh yeah, yeah. Say, if, you could, if you could give her a shout out, shout out to Carmen Cardenas and Francisco. It's my 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 parents on my Mexican side. So shout out. Yeah. They say, hey, speaking and about Alan, saying, okay, Apple G saying what's good, kick a labs. This is gonna sound random. <laughs> well, everything about me is random, but I got my ass whooped by what by TNE. By the shower. How by the, the fuck shower. How happen? the fuck does that happen? Uh, the water pressure on your shower is probably not right, bro. Probably call a plumber. That that sounds like your boiler is about to explode. Are you beefing oh, with that with shit too, bro? Yeah. Well, fuck well, it. I don't know if he's beefing for real. Maybe, for real, maybe the, sh- <laughs> the shower might be in my out there too, man. <laughs> you got problems with everybody, big dog. It's all good. Yeah, but how's the IG looking over there, Louis? Well, you know, did your, did your thumb do it again? Yeah, man. Oh. It again. <laughs> we have a uh, we have Eddie saying sup fellas though. That, that's all I got. And shout out to Lalo Pedrin said one hundred. Which Eddie? Because you gotta be you gotta be descriptive about which Eddie it is this time, Doug. There's a bunch of Eddies out there. Eddie Carreño. Okay, shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to Eddie and shout out to everybody who commented on IG. Uh, we apologize for not getting to those comments earlier. Hey, uh, man, I'm long winded. To everybody that's still here with us, do not go anywhere. We're still here with. The Wolf, Michael Wolf, and we will be back. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with the second half. So stay tuned through the messages. Do not go anywhere. It's going to be quick. We'll be right back with the second half. This is the Kick It Podcast. Yeah. Yep. I'm all 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. I never knew what it could have been. Adrenaline kicking in. Ain't no minute, man. We taking off for the cause and I don't buy your miss. Put it out every fire like a fireman. I never knew what it could have been. Adrenaline kicking in. Ain't no minute, man. We taking off for the cause and I don't buy your miss. Put it out every fire like a fireman. I never knew what it could have been. The work we put in it won't be overlooked. Our body language, your boy looks shook, and he should be. I be Marcus, can be at the rim. Don't get so cheap. I can't believe this is happening. The merge from north to south. I don't doubt many men, but many men in the end get lost. Hell of a cause, cause everyone trying to be the boss. But the society, give me your pause. Raise the applause for the fucking our terrorists are making an error. Knee deep in every endeavor. Stay classy and clever. Hieroglyphics to letters. Everything that I do is all for the better. I never knew what it could have been. Adrenaline kicking in, ain't no minute, man. We taking off for the cause and I don't buy your miss. Put it out every fire like a fireman. I never knew what it could have been. Adrenaline kicking in, ain't no minute, man. We taking off for the cause and I don't buy your miss. Put it out every fire like a fireman. You never knew that I spit the scriptures like rabbi Spit that fake shit, never have I You don't wanna be an enemy, but then I lie Before I have to cut your body parts like a tan line You out your damn mind, thinking you could box with us We like some juggernauts, homie, you ain't stopping us Pop the clutch, speeding off with lots of bucks You watching us, get blinded when we cock and bust uh. Don't ever worry about what could have been Death around the corner, know the casket's what they put me in Slipping on the bottom of the bottom, what I'm looking and I'm going after every fucking thing that I should have been. Should've I never been. knew what it could have been. Adrenaline kicking in, ain't no minute, man. We taking off for the cause and I don't buy your miss. Putting out every fire like a fireman. I never knew what it could have been. Adrenaline kicking in, ain't no minute, man. We taking off for the cause and I don't buy your miss. Putting out every fire like a fireman. Fireman, fireman. Just like that, we are back with the second half of the Michael Wolf interview here at the Kick It Podcast. Uh, but we actually switched off the producers, so Lens is now going to be in front of the camera for this second half, and then Bruce got sent back to the control room, so he's going to be the engineer for the remainder of the episode. But we're still here with Michael, and we actually got a new guest, a, a, a young little guest here. So, a little man, what, what's your name? Say something to the mic real quick. What's your name? Nino. Nino? Oh, now you got shy? <laughs> <laughs> You've been trying to get on camera this whole time. Hey, he, he was super tough in the break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm out. Little wolf. He's a little wolf, man. He's a cub. So tell him, tell him what animal you have outside. A tiger. And I have a dog. Okay. 
Which one you like better, your tiger or your dog? Both. Nice. Do people believe you when you said you had a tiger? No. <laughs> but you got video proof, huh? Yeah, you shy? <laughs> He's looking at himself in the TV. Tell He's like, that. whoa. <laughs> hey, switch the, uh, switch the camera on that real quick, Bruce. <laughs> Tell him about the giveaways. How about that? What are you giving away on Christmas? My car. A car? What color is it? White. White car. Yeah. So Christmas is um yeah. he's part of it. We're gonna be giving away a BMW. Ooh. So it's like a 08, you know, a little bit better than the bucket, but it's free. So and he's excited to give away a car. You excited to give away that car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a BMW? That's that's yeah. nice. That's yeah, cool. All right. I and, love it. I love it. All right. Last thing you tell <laughs> what do you What do you have to say every night before you go to bed? Um, I'm gonna change the world. Say it again. Hold on. I'm gonna change the world. I'm gonna make a lot of money. I'm gonna take nothing from nobody. I'm gonna protect my family and my dogs. And that's it. You're gonna change the world. You're gonna make a lot of money. You're going to be yourself. You're not going to take nothing from nobody. I say you're not going to take shit for anybody, but he changes it because he don't like to cuss. And you're going to protect your family every night before he goes to bed. I make him say that. Just put that shit in his Amazing. head already. Yeah. Amazing. Love that. Love that. You better live up to it. Because, you know, you, I can I can be gone tomorrow. Anything can happen. Yeah. So to me, it's like those little things he can remember before. Is I feel like if I was to pass away, not going to right? I feel like it'd be more serious for him because that'd be the a voice in his head. Mm-hmm. And now he has to live up to it. If not, now haunts his ass. And so it's a little thing. He's a good kid. Hey, right? thank you for sharing, Lil Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> this is his first haircut. This <laughs> Ain't never the- had his nice. curly. So his mom doesn't I don't think uh, so. look, he's throwing off of the camera, dude. He's like <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. He was like, this this haircut looks good though. <laughs> well, yeah, it's clean. It's clean. YouTube all day, so you know he sees everybody else on camera. So now he's like on the camera, but he's gonna be doing on. He's gonna have his own like weekly episode on YouTube. Since we already have the setup, I'm gonna make him talk about kid stuff. Wow. You know, first grade shit and yeah. friends and how weird it is to make friends falling down. Two parents and what would it be like? We had broke up. Me and his, me and uh, his mom had broke up before. What was it like having one parent and one parent? Fuck it. Talk about six year old to eight year old shit. Yeah, right? yeah. I dig it. Kids like it, you know. Internet anyway. They fucking have so much yeah. talk about things that they talk about. Yeah, well, wasn't it that that one kid Ryan with the toys that? Ryan's became, world yeah, he man. just became a millionaire off of YouTube. Yeah, man, I don't. That's stressing me out. <laughs> yeah, Straight up, he was like eight or twelve years old, and he was already, you know, like the hottest thing in YouTube yep. because uh, he was doing reviews of toys, and then eventually ended up owning his own toy line, dude. This is crazy. Wow. Yeah, Nike Box is one of the things that he watches on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Worth is like. 20 million or 30 million plus merchandise. Wow. That throws me off, man. That's just, that's why people make excuses like it's too hard. I'm like, nah, fuck that. There's kids playing with toys that can buy our, our fucking house. And there's, it's just what you don't feel like doing. Now they put in work. Don't make it wrong. Those kids are like recording content un- nonstop. And those parents are too. And cutting it together and putting all that. But I told him if he likes that stuff, he doesn't get to just like it and do it leisure. If you want to play video games, fuck it. You know, get C's and B's, mm-hmm. and I'll buy you every video game in the world. 
but you got two years. Like, it's like 12 years old. You got two years to figure out if you're going to be top ranked. Mm-hmm. If you can't be top ranked, fuck video games. Mm-hmm. It's whatever he likes. He likes. Like, Elon Musk kids, they go to, like, a special school. There's, like, no grades. And there's, like, kind of go and learn what you want to learn. I don't know the full details. And we're not that rich. So he can't have that. But I don't care if he doesn't want to play sports or he wants to do this, wants to do that. Whatever he likes is what he do. Right now, if he likes that YouTube stuff, cool. You're about to record your own content. Mm-hmm. And if he says no, he doesn't want to record it, I'm going to limit all his YouTube watching too. You know, we don't, we're not half-assing anything. You're either going to do yeah. it and do it or not do it at all. So thank you, babe. You can go sit back with your mom. You want to say anything else, Little Wolf? You want to say anything else? One last thing. Say thank you to everybody. <laughs> just like that, he just vanished. Here, take your okay, no, but that, that's that, that's some real stuff right there, Wolf. And I I read this in in a book. I think uh, might have been in Think and Grow Rich or something like that. I really don't remember. But it was saying uh, about the school system, and we we kind of talked about it in this in this whole entire episode. But how, especially when it comes to grade, how it kind of mentally blocks a couple of kids. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way to approach it would be like get get to school, get to class, and then you yourself kind of visualize what grades you want to get. Not necessarily because not not all the kids do homework. I know damn well I wasn't doing that much homework. Yeah, and I mean you you shared your Fuck story, me. but like if you can still kind of like visualize the grades that you want to get, I mean that they should be able to be attainable. Like if you really kind of take advantage of your or your time in the classroom. Yeah, it's how, it's it's how you structure everything. It starts at home with with the parents. Um, it starts with society first and the government powers that be, and then it goes to the parental you know parental part of it, and then the students themselves, especially as they get older, has to start making choices. Um, they won't make choices if the parents are ignorant as fuck, and the parents can't make great choices if the system doesn't fucking change. So it's a whole loop. But school itself is like a depressing topic. You know, it's, just, it's it's meant to pump out workers, right? You know, I think Facts. Rockefeller put like equivalent of $2 billion into the school system over 100 years ago. Um, I think his quote was he didn't want um, thinkers. thinkers. He wanted workers. Mm-hmm. And when a, an industry titan puts in that type of money into the school system, there's only for one reason. And that's why. School and work are very similar. Eight hours, mm-hmm. you get two, you know, smoke breaks and then a lunch break or two recesses and a lunch break school. It's very, very similar. They'll let a kid make a kid feel like he ain't, he's in shit because he's not great at math. But that kid might cut more better grass than anybody on the fucking earth. But if you tell him he's an idiot, then he's not going to go and pursue his dream. He thinks he's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Einstein, Einstein, Einstein's quote, if you judge a monkey by its ability to climb a tree or no judge no, a, fish. a fish yeah, yeah judge yeah, a fish yeah, yeah. by the ability to climb I mean, a tree it'll grow up its whole life thinking it's an idiot and that's what happens in the fucking school system they 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 fuck kids heads up because they're not the ap kids okay the ap kids i've you know how many interviews i've interviewed masters kids people that run my business most of them that oversee and i don't have to show up anymore have bachelor's degrees Master's degrees. We had bachelor's degrees. We had like seven people in our office out of 15 once that are all bachelor's or master's kids. I got kicked out of high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't graduate. I signed their check mm. and I'm smarter than them. You know, they're smarter than me at a topic, but all around 
there's not, it's not even close because it, you know, education is a whole different thing. I don't really give a fuck about what this, um, what the center of the earth temperature mm -hmm. is. Right. But that's the problem. And I, me and my wife, we kind of want to do it is go to high schools right before, like for seniors, like right around May and early June and see if high schools allow us to like take this um, seniors do like an assembly or a couple of days a week and teach them how to do job interviews. Mm. Um, one, I want to go and speak and let a lot of these kids know that you do not have to be a college grad to make it because I'll be, I'm, I'm written proof that you don't have to, but then I want to teach them to do job interviews because you graduate high school and last thing you fucking learned was the circumference of the sun. You go to job interview and they're like asking you about work and you're like, what are you going to go in there? I'm like, uh, so Abraham Lincoln got killed by this person. They're going to look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, like, okay, um, well, what do you know? Fucking um, the circumference <laughs> of the sun is this and Pythagorean theorem and like, imagine going to job interview, right? When you're 18 and going with the shit they just taught you. You're fucked. You're yeah. gonna get underpaid, underappreciated, no raises, and be stuck at a job that you don't like. But then some families need their 18 year old kid to work. Need you have to because mm -hmm. it's just the cards were dealt for the family to need every income in the house to be that way. And that most kids are not going to college. And then college is half a scam too. It's not a scam because they technically are not lying, but they don't tell you full truth. But yeah, if you're not going to the Ivy League school, I mean, you're just going in debt for no reason. Yeah. College, nine, ninety percent of people don't use a degree. Nine out of every ten yeah, don't use a couple, degree. There's a couple that you need a degree for, like so, being a doctor. Yeah. You know, you you need you need college education for that. A shit, lot of people no. don't have ten years in them. Ten years, quarter million dollars in debt to be a doctor. And we need those doctors. But you also have to have a special brain mm -hmm. to be a doctor too. You can't just wake up necessarily and say, I want to be a doctor. I mean, you it's a good way to start. But to remember every fucking bone in the body and every vein and all that, that's a 10 years of school doesn't necessarily mean you can do that shit. I can tell you right now, I can do 10 years of school right now. I have no, I shouldn't cut open nobody's heart. Yeah. It's, there's no version of it. <laughs> Fuck no. Look, I've lived with Mexicans my whole life and still only speak 30% of Spanish. That lets you know certain people are meant for certain things. Yeah. But the median income of a lot of these places, if you went to a college and went to like a counselor and was like, all right, before I pick my classes, I want to make a quarter million dollars a year. Um, I see you got me a psychology class and all that. How much is a median income of psych psychologists that have a degree? First, what percentage use them? What's the median income? When you find out the median income is like $70,000 or $60,000, you know what happened? Psychology teachers would be out of a fucking job mm -hmm. because these kids would stop taking psychology classes if you actually said out loud that they don't make no fucking money. Well, I want to be a lawyer, okay? Well, how much do lawyers make? An average lawyer out of college is 80 to 150. They're like, oh, so I will never have a Lambo if I'm a lawyer unless I'm like lucky and ha go to a perfect practice and big name and I know somebody. Yeah. But six years of school. Yeah. How much does that cost? Two, three hundred thousand dollars. And how many people use their degree? Lawyers. So over 50 percent use it. But the meaning income is not meeting my goals. People will be out of a fucking job at these colleges. If the school actually told people how much they're going to make trade jobs are a little bit better. People go to criminal justice classes and they feel good about themselves because it sounds good to tell your parents, mm -hmm. but it's not pretty to say you're a tractor mechanic. Yeah. But the tractor mechanics will fucking make a lot more money than oh, those dudes. Bank. Yeah. 100%, 100%. Underwater welding, like weird yeah. shit like that. You don't get high fives at home because nobody knows what the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. But those dudes, they make as much as a fucking surgeon to make. Yeah. Without, you know, fucking 10 years of school and one year working for damn near free. 
and there's nothing shot to a surgeon, but I have employees that make as much in my main business. One of my main business, people always want to know this. So anybody watching this, where the fuck does this guy make a lot of his money from? Mm-hmm. You guys ever seen the government free phone companies? Yeah. 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 The, the, the so Obama I, phone, right? yeah. So even though, let me educate people, has nothing to do with fucking Obama. Right. Um, Reagan started it in the eighties lifeline program. Bush put it on cell phones um, after Katrina because the city without houses doesn't need house phone discount. And then it kind of just took off during Obama's administration. But now it's Obama phone. So long as whatever they want to call it, long as they can get one. I'm an owner of a company that gives those out. So we have multiple different cities and you guys will be seeing those people in the street. Like, oh, look at them motherfuckers. Hot sun. Yeah. Anyway, um, my top person in my office, he's like a 54 year old essay. His name is Raul. This motherfucker's checks are like twenty four to twenty seven hundred dollars after taxes wow. weekly. This is every yeah. week. He makes more than an airline pilot. Yeah. And he's giving out free shit, free cell phones in the hood. And then you got I have twenty year old kids. There's an eighteen year old girl. She did like ten phones yesterday. Ten phones at forty dollars a phone. It's four hundred dollars. I don't know how much you guys make, mm-hmm. but four hundred dollars on a fucking Tuesday mm-hmm. for an eighteen year old kid. And she does that sometimes a whole week. So she'll make $2,000. So we have people that are 18 to 24 year old making six figures take home, not six figures and in tax, six mm-hmm. figures take home, giving out free fucking phones. Yep. And as the person like me, as the owner, I had to learn it first. So I had to go out. I was in this, I was in these fucking streets, San Isidro, um, nine, eight, ten stores and fucking downtown San Diego in the hot sun. I wasn't even this skin complexion anymore. I always had to be on the bum tan. That shit. You look like you've been in the sun too long. Yeah, I did that shit. Uh, I worked 90 hours, 96 hours a week for the last six years. Um, Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to midnight. We do the phone meeting in the morning, phones meeting at night. And even if I make five dollars per phone, but I have 20 people working, I'll make like twenty thousand dollars this week. Today we did 227 phones as a company. Not that's not much. That's maybe we'll probably break a thousand this week. But I make twenty dollars per phone, so I made forty four hundred dollars today. I don't show up to my office. I, I mm-hmm. that's me. I made that money for breathing. Mm-hmm. Real boss gets paid on his off day, and that's the type of shit these kids need to learn in school. Like, I, you don't have to have a degree to do that. You pretty much don't be a fucking full fledged tweaker, mm-hmm. and you're all good. And this is for you guys and everybody else that's listening. Uh, I don't want to take all everybody's time, but I've been trying to change people's life with this phone shit. And this is the best metaphor I've ever came up with. If Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos went on the fucking social media and on the news and said, hey, I'm putting a house in every city around the United States and I'm putting billions of dollars into it. Billions. And they're going to be in the form of pennies, dimes, you know, Quarters, nickels, dollars, some 20s. The hours are between eight and eight. Only, only you have to get an invite. So, and you could take as much money as you can. That's the equivalent of the lifeline business, the phone business. There's a about a $10 billion budget for it. And AKA the budget will transcend human time. So before I even get into the metaphor, let me ask you guys a question. Do you know how long it takes to count to a million? Time-wise? Like day, month, whatever will you, just give me an answer. Count to a million? Probably takes a, a yeah, hundred bucks. A, you get it right. A, a second, a dollar. Less, nah, bro. It takes less? probably like ninety-eight days. Okay, what you got? I'll take fourteen days. What do you think? Well, it takes. Just throw something out there. You're gonna get it wrong, but throw something out there. 
24 hours. Nah. Well, you, you, <laughs> how many, we're not going to get into How many seconds are in? in yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I'm broke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got 24 hours. All right. So look, to count to a million, it's 11 days. If you just keep oh. counting, it's 11 days. I'm going to show people the difference of a billion and a million. Is it the same? We hear the alien part. People don't understand a billion dollar budget for something in the government. It's a lot. How long does it take to count to a billion? Two years. Uh, I was going to say a couple of years myself. Don't ask me because I was about to fuck that up already. <laughs> 31 years. God 31 damn. years. 11 days to 31 years. It's a fucking difference. So if you started counting right now, you'd be 31 years older by the time you get to a billion. Wow. So imagine if there's a government program that's a, a $10 billion budget. You can pay yourself $10,000, I think, a day from the birth of Christ. I mean, zero AD, right? You know. Mm-hmm. To now, you still only break almost six billion. If you paid yourself ten thousand a day, to now you wouldn't break more than six billion. So this budget of ten billion, it's going to transcend human time. That's two thousand years, and we, we you wouldn't reach half. So imagine Elon Musk's money when he has mm-hmm. like one hundred and fifty billion, mm-hmm. he couldn't spend it in a lifetime. It it will transcend human time. Elon Musk would have to spend literally, I think, a million a day, and he still would it take a thousand years to break a billion. Wow. Again, a, a million, a billion is a thousand millions. It's hard enough. We've all had a thousand dollars before, right, in our mm-hmm, pocket, mm-hmm. but we've never had a million mm-hmm. because making a thousand a thousand times is hard. Imagine making a million a thousand times. That's one billion. Then you got people like Elon Musk that has a hundred, two hundred. The motherfucker has made a million over two hundred thousand times. He would never spend it. And so there's a budget for this program that's ten billion dollars. And we haven't scratched the fucking surface. So if there is a house and Elon Musk and Jess Bezos put in every city and you don't have to qualify to get into the house, you should have an invite, a.k.a. for the invite equivalent is know about the Lifeline program. Mm -hmm. Just know about it. So that's your invite. So now you know about it. Anybody can work there. Right. You 18 to fucking 60 doesn't make a difference. You got to get to the house. So in the hours of eight and eight, because that's the hours that you can actually do a phone. Mm hmm. The hours are eight and eight. I think a lot of people quit their fucking job tomorrow and just head to the house and just fucking find as much cash as they can every single day. You know what's funny? People will still judge you. Just like people judge you if you get a free phone job. Oh, you should get a real job. Oh, that's embarrassing. That's cool. People will judge you if you went to Elon's house too and just collect money. Oh, really? You're just taking free handouts? People are never going to be happy with anything you do. Mm. But imagine somebody like me who's been in a house for fucking two, three years. There's people that are going to show up with just their pockets and stuff their pockets every day. There's people that are going to show up with pillowcases. They're smarter, right? And going to collect a little bit more money. There's people that are going to show up with honey all over their body and roll around and take money. People are going to show up with a vacuum and try to vacuum money. And then there's people like me who, since I've been there for four, four five, six, seven years, I'm doing it all. I'm going to have the vacuum, the fucking pillowcase, everything. But I'm smart enough to invite 20 other people to the house and tell them, hey, I know what the address is. Give me 10 cents of every dollar. You guys can go collect all your money. Mm-hmm. I would never make as much money by myself as 10 people can make in that house. Mm-hmm. And if, if I had a restaurant right now, and it was a million dollar restaurant, I'd still be in the lifeline business because it's imagine broke people. If the government said you can write your own stimulus checks every week, how many of us would, we can get another fucking $1,400 stimulus check. We would take it. Well, it's government money and you could take as much as you want. A, for every phone you give out, if you're like, I want to do 10 phones a day, go figure out your ratio, your yes to no ratio. If you get one yes for every fucking 50 no's, 
cool. Go talk to 500 fucking people. You'll get your 10, $400. You know, it's simple. If you go talk to 150 people a day and you say, hey, how's it going? Do you want to phone 150 times? Yeah, you're right. 141 people are going to say no to you. Mm-hmm. Nine people are going to say yes. At that nine, five of them are going to go through. And then about six people are going to walk up to you, cards in hand, ready to get a phone. You'll do about seven a day. If you talk to 150 people, seven a day, and you'll make about $80,000 a year take home. And then if you know people like me, I'm going to make sure you don't have to pay the taxes on that. So 80000 a year take home is $160,000 a year W-2 job. So if you're a Delta airline pilot or a fucking Spirit airline pilot or American airline pilot, you're making about $150,000 a year. You can Google it. $150,000 a year and then getting taxed down to $80,000. Or you go get seven phones out a day in the hood and you make the same as an airline pilot without fucking doing the hours. I would go to Elon's house every fucking day. Mm-hmm. And if the worst you had to deal with in the house was they're going to have a heater up to 105, 108. So, so sometimes it's going to be hot. That's equivalent of a hot day in the sun. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to have the AC on. That's equivalent of a cold day while you're giving out phones. Um, there's going to be tweakers in the house. There's going to be crackheads in the house. There's going to be weirdos in the house. There's going to be competitive people in the house that don't want you in the house either because it's their money. That's the shit we deal with. We deal with people that don't want us out there. We deal with hot weather, cold weather. And we deal with tweakers and crackheads. Mm-hmm. I've been to I've been to two Super Bowls. I've given away two hundred thousand dollars in the last two years, um, all because of Lifeline. Wow! Now I've, I just bought a business last week. I bought a Metro last week. Right. Oh, right on. I might be buying the the, the weed business tomorrow. Yes, sir. Um, we'll see how that goes. All that stems from everything. I, I've I sponsor over ten people that are amateur fighters and local basketball teams and local baseball teams. My the high school I got kicked out of. Yeah, I'm a fucking sponsor. <laughs> Talk about that. Shout hey. out. Yeah, San Diego <laughs> High. That's right. Fuck Shout y'all. out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> That's to right, the teachers. Man. You know, crazy thing. I try to teach my old teachers about this taxes shit. Dudes, I asked too much for me, man. I, I don't understand none of that shit. Broke my heart. Something myself. Fuck, man. You're educating somebody as we speak. Yeah. I'm teaching him and he doesn't want to hear it, but he's about to send kids out into the real world. Fucked my head up. Well, and see, that that's the thing that we were talking about earlier. You know, not everybody wants to think. Some people just want to get entertained, sit in the couch, do nothing all day or, you know, read a book, whatever. There's a lot of people out there that are not willing to put in the time to actually think and have an original thought, man. It's It's a little sad sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes you have to. People, people bitch about it. I tell people my office, I was like, age is not a uh, problem. If you're 21 years old, there's a 21-year-old right now with a beat-up-ass fucking Honda. Mm-hmm. There's a 21-year-old with a Lambo. And there's a 21-year-old on the bus stop. I was like, which one you think probably worked smarter? Which one you think probably was not as normal as everybody else? And everybody go to the Lambo. Which car would you rather drive? The Lambo. What the fuck do you think you have to do? Mm-hmm. Got to do what the Lambo kid do. Everybody wants to you have the life for the Kardashians and LeBron James, but then you live a life that they would commit suicide if they were like you. Can't have both, man. Pick one. Like my homies and my friends, uh, George Pedrini, when we're in the car, we see a Lambo pass. Motherfuckers, hey, look at Lambo. Ch- no, don't look, big dog. That's not you. You're not a Lambo guy. You can't keep a full-time job. Don't look at the Lambo. Look at the bus stop. Look at the Hondas. Those mm-hmm. are you. You're a Honda guy. <laughs> and they get my people get like, oh, you're fucked up. I'm like, nah, man, false hope is one of the worst things you can give to somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, now George is different. George is a fucking worker. You know, he dropped out of high school at 16 and he's a business partner of mine for a long time. He's fucked me over a little bit too. I put a lot of money in his basket. Uh, we opened a restaurant together in Texas. 
Um, but he learned the hard way of running his own business that you can't spend the money of your business on home. So you realize, yeah, your business profits, but it's not profiting enough for you to take home money. It's profit enough to stay open. So he had to learn it the hard way. We'll open another restaurant in the future. Uh, cause he, he, he's entrepreneur fucking through and through. Um, but I've hit him in the head. I've hired him before and he quit and I fired him before. Um, a few times I think I fired George. Mm-hmm. But at the same, he's one of those Mexicans I grew up with at 16 that we had to go fight people. So he's my brother forever, right? Um, but he's a fuck up too. He's fucked up everything he's ever put his hands on. Yeah. Um, and I'm the only one that kicks his ass about it. The only one. Even his marriage and all that. And if something's going on in his marriage, I'm like, fuck you calling me for? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, you fucked up. Like, oh, yeah, you want me to be on her side? I'm not going to be on her side. I'm, I'm you know, uh, her, your side, her side, to make a difference. It's who's fucking right or wrong. Yeah. Fix this shit. Either you want to be with your wife and your kids, fix it, or stop bitching, or well, she won't change. Then you're not in a relationship. You're in a situationship. You guys are together based on your situation, and which means the situation disappears, so shall your relationship. So if you know, when people show you who they are, believe them. That's my Angelou quote. Um, so I'm like, if you're, that's who your wife is, believe her. Now you have a choice. Now you know who she is, or she knows who you are. Can you live with it? If you can live with it, just stop bitching. If you can't live with it, leave. And if you don't leave, better get therapy before you have to leave. Right. And that's my same relationship too. We go through the same shit. Like some things I don't like about her, some she didn't like about me. And I I'm kind of me. I'm like, yeah, I ain't changing shit. So right. what you want to do? Right. And you know, she has to change things, I have to change things. But it's like we said, it's all goes down to mindset. Mm-hmm. If you gave all the rich people in the world same money as poor, and we took all the tomorrow, statistics says rich people be rich within hundred years, poor be poor again because mm-hmm. of mindset. And it's not fair. Poor people are built and taught a certain mindset to stay poor. Facts, but not excuse. Right, right. It's not a fucking excuse. Once you know better, once you can say things like facts, no longer excuse. And it's one of my mantras: the Wolf of West Coast. If it's not people like it's not easy. And do it hard. Because mm-hmm. whatever the you, the shit you guys got going on here, like I was talking about earlier, these mics and the sh- man, that shit. This shit looks like rocket science to me. Right. I can talk to you guys about how to save money and taxes. I can teach you guys how to lose weight. I don't. I can teach you guys how to fight if I needed to. I can teach you business. I can figure out these microphones and this fucking system to save. It'll take me a year, like over a year, to get this shit right. Now I'm a smart dude, really smart dude. But this is everybody has their thing. Yeah. I'm still going to do a podcast right. because it's not easy. It has nothing to do with it. I have a tiger. Yeah. That ain't easy either to have a fucking tiger. And it's my second one. So, and I could have a giraffe. Yeah. I have piranhas. Piranhas are not legal in California, but zebra. I wanted piranhas. So I paid my receptionist, got her fake ID for Oregon, flew her out to Oregon, rented her a car, had her buy me. Piranhas only cost five bucks. Mm-hmm. So I spent all this money. And had her drive back because I wanted piranhas. And if I wanted it and it's doable, then fuck it, do it. Yeah. Right, that's how it works. Hell yeah. Yeah. You, you get you gotta you gotta put in the the time to really think things through, man. And and sometimes if you have the opportunity to be with people like how you were saying, like if you know somebody that could that could get you two million, you already know how to get two million, but you don't know how to get to three million, being in the right room with the right people and asking the right questions, that it can change your life. Yeah, exactly. It'll change your family. It'll change you in the moment change your family tree but most people would rather bitch about the shit they don't have from the work they didn't put in and that part that cracks me up um jim rome old white dude used to do ted mm-hmm. talks he is like if you think the 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 cost of working hard you know is a lot wait till you get the bill for regret 
And it's like a paraphrasing that, but that shit fucked me up too. People are like, oh, it's a lot or it's going to this and that. All right, wait till you get the bill for regret. Mm-hmm. Go to, if you think that you're living your life or whatever, or you feel like your excuse are working, go to old folks' hope. Mm-hmm. All they talk about is shit have, could have, would have, and memories. And it'll start putting shit in perspective of what you should have did. Right? If you're fucking college, live your life. You know, do some crazy shit. Go break a window, like in mm-hmm. Sandlot. Go do something. Mm-hmm. Get outside, break an arm, do something. But nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm-hmm. And only people that care about your excuses are your other bitch ass friends that are also doing nothing. Right. If we were if we were at a on a treadmill, you know, treadmills are uh, fucking weird to use. Mm -hmm. I I look at this shit, all the fucking buttons. You know who I wouldn't bitch to if I like want to complain about how hard a treadmill is to use? The guy next to me that looks like he knows how to use it perfectly. Mm -hmm. You know who I would, though? The other guy is like clicking the buttons. That'd be like, yo, these fucking treadmills are crazy. huh? (laughs) Yeah, bro. They're fucking hard to learn. It's funny how we'd bitch to that guy that also complained with us, but the other guy was clicking the buttons perfect, had the incline perfect. We wouldn't look at him. We'd be like, hey, man, treadmill is hard. He'd be like, no, not really. Mm. We wouldn't bitch to that person. Mm-hmm. We bitch to who wants to listen to us bitch. That's true. And that's a problem. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's what they say, right? Uh, misery likes company or something like yeah, that. Yeah, misery likes company. Mm-hmm. People find excuses because finding solutions are hard. Excuses are easy. You know, why you can't do something is easy. Most people know what we can do. Again, we know Lambos exist. We see them every day. So we know technically we can have one. Mm-hmm. But then it's not realistic for us. I tell them in interviews, people, they, they can make 150000 a year after a couple of years uh, working. That's where I lose them. They're excited to work. They want the job, everything. And I tell them they can make 150000 They don't want to work anymore. They don't want to take the job. And I told them that told my employees that's not on us. I was like, the problem is when you told them something, I was like, when you grew up in fire department and military and teachers and principals are your role models. When you just tell when you tell somebody out of college that was supposed to go find a good job, that they can be the person employing people, they're going to be the good job themselves. It's too much. So we had to take out the part that they can be a business owner and run their own business out of our interview because it's the number one part where people start getting people tell us they're terrified or they'll go home like, oh, I got to think about it. I'm like. Think about what? It's either two things. Either believe me that you can make $200,000 a year. Then if you do, you're too scared to make it because you don't think you're good enough. Or you think I'm a liar, which means you're not going to be thinking about it. But you didn't think I was a liar when you thought it was $22, $22 an hour. The same job, same work made so much sense at $22 an hour. Mm-hmm. $150,000 a year must be a scam. Why? Why is it a scam? Because we don't trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, you you're not supposed to beat the you you're not really supposed to beat the people you had dreams and goals right you you make more than the cop and the fire department and the military and your parents as much as we talked about it that shit sounds scary as fuck and I'm not gonna lie it is scary so anybody listening that's like making a lot of money or being successful it's scary yep so fucking lootly it's fucking scary mm-hmm. but how is this shit working out so far you yeah. how how's your life working out so far that shit, is it not scary to be fucking broke. When your check engine light comes on, don't you get fucking scared? Big time, big so, time. Hey, you got 100%. you got to take risk out there, man. Like if you don't take a risk, you, you're not really gonna do anything. As you mentioned, you're just gonna keep on trying the same thing, same thing over and over again, expecting different results, and that that that's just the definition of insanity. So yeah, got hey, step it up, Alan, aka RPG. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm down. Let's, 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 let's hey, roll over real we, quick. We hear you, big dog. It, we appreciate the honesty. It is a little racist, <laughs> but uh, it's all good. But I appreciate you like taking it in. 
said it is racist, but I don't mean to talk down black people. I fuck with them for real, but you fuck me over. I can be racist or dick or worse, but I don't wish, <laughs> but I don't wish no bullshit on nobody. Hey, by all means, it's, it's, it's in a lot of us. You want to know somebody's racist, cut them off in traffic. Or uh, do something like that, motherfuckers will hit you with that hard N word or the the the, the, yeah, the yeah. spick or some crazy shit yeah, real, yeah. Quick. Back real quick. Yeah, real quick you piss them off. That's the easiest way. Or when they get drunk, it's, one of the two is coming out. Yeah. But look, yeah. my man is sober and he's talking. So he's like, hey, "Oh man, no, I hey. slipped." That's it. Referring to the shower. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. He's like, "I don't got problems with anybody. Just the motherfucker that did me dirty." Yeah, man. It, but it might he might not have done you dirty because he was black. He might have just done you dirty because you was an asshole or he's an asshole. <laughs> it wasn't because he was black. He ain't got to be all that. Just throwing it out there. But teach his own. Maybe it was because he was Mexican. Maybe so. <laughs> or Pedrina saying Nino. Yeah. Nino. Yeah, Your Uncle George Nino. said hello, Nino. Um, Alan is saying, um, Alan's cool. Gonna make an apology on my story from a black homies because I know they're gonna take offense <laughs> on that one hundred. <laughs> hey, make a clip on that, Alan. <laughs> Yeah. Please make a clip, bro. Hey, make sure you have, like, the paper and just make it, like, super obvious that you're reading off the paper. <laughs> and, like, just make it, like, monotone, you know, just just for best effect. Sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. <laughs> yeah. Go follow Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, got- young Yachty saying, yeah, that. Yeah, hey, hey. one of the things we said, fuck with you, Yachty. And then George, yep. Elon Musk house, I gave him the same speech, but Elon Musk house, uh, he quit his job the same day. Yeah. He was making $90,000 a year as a regional, like, Thing of a uh, wing stop mm. um, and he was at my house and I told him I was like, I gave him the whole concept and I was like because he wants to compete with me yeah. we've been competing since we're 16 right he, who's better quarterback who's that he's 6 foot 1 300 pound Mexican dude so we've been we've boxed we've done all kinds of shit mm-hmm. and so part of him doesn't want to learn from me because we're competition Yeah, I was like I get that but at the same time when your rent is backed you call me all the same motherfucker so I was like, you can't keep using me. I was like, I'm not, I was like, you use me like a hoe. If I'm smart on a Monday when you need to borrow money, then on a Tuesday when I'm, sm- then when I tell you you need to quit your fucking job, don't act like I'm stupid all of a sudden. I was smart Monday, motherfucker. I'm smart Tuesday too. Mm-hmm. I'm not just smart when you need me. And I told him the Elon Musk thing. And I was like, well, you can have your job. I was like, but the fact that he started this lifeline with me and quit. You know, for multiple reasons, hard, hard, hot, big, you know, hot son. And uh, one of his excuses, well, you know, the boss is kind of an asshole. And I was like, what the fuck is him being an asshole have to do with you giving up buying your mama house? People like, fuck, who the fuck do you think you are? The world is not supposed to be mean to you? Like, that goes yeah. to the whole LGBTQ thing. Right. Mainly one. the T. But you got Mainly the T. Bold as shit to think you're going to go your whole life without somebody saying something to you. Mm-hmm. I, like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're not yeah. holier than thou, motherfucker. Yeah. But I hit him with the Elon Musk house, and that's why he put that right there because he quit his job the next day. He didn't even asked his wife, which is dangerous. Dangerous game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in California, flew back to Texas without a job. But uh, I put him on, and George is making now. I put his money out there, but he's making like four thousand dollars a week right now in Texas. Wow, Texas is that's a lot of money in Texas. Yeah. Minimum wage is like yeah. eight fifty. Yeah. So and I told him, and this has been like the last four. Last year he made like two hundred thousand dollars off of me. I put him on a COVID campaign. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I told him quit his job. He's like, oh, I can do both. I said, the eight hours you spend at work, you would have made a month worth of your money eight, doing eight and eight hours. But this is only like a three month thing. I told him it's only a three month thing. So I know you don't want to quit your your forever job. I said, but in three months, you'll make a year's worth of income. And then you get the fucking job back. I was like, jobs ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You have a resume, motherfucking just yeah. apply again. He quit and he was making like $21,000 a week for about two and a half, three months. Used that money to buy a lunch truck. Lunch truck opened his restaurant. And was able to take his wife out when he came to California last year. It was 
right before my birthday. His rent was backed. His water heater was broken. His car was broken. And I told him, you lucky I don't have feelings because feelings should say fuck you because you quit on me when we were doing this. Mm-hmm. And but he's like, I'm here now. Fuck it. You know, don't judge me how I start. Judge me how I finish. And I gave him an advance. He paid his rent. And from there, he, he never turned back. He's he's fucking wow. He's killing his whole. He has five kids. He's you know, he has no pullout game whatsoever. <laughs> but he's a big dude. I think that's what he's a big dude. Fuck it. You don't pull out, you just yeah. take it. Yeah. He's happy, get it. Yeah. 100%, 100%. <laughs> I hope he's a big dude. Probably the Mexican side, man. Yeah, he's a big dude, right? Well, and and he's he's making his life. So I'm glad he's watching because he's 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 my brother for sure. I met his son. I met his son when he's a baby, but I met his son again recently because he lived in Texas five years. It sounds like 10 now. And he told his son, he's I'm, is my brother. So it sounds like, man, I didn't know I was half black. You know, I'm like, yeah, man, you have black because his son, he is brother. He's not thinking anything. He's 11 years old. He, you know, in his head, we're brothers, like blood brothers. Yeah. Because in in our head, we really are. Yeah. Right. He has sisters and all that. I, his, his sisters work for me, too. Yeah. All from Texas. They all make money. And I put a lot of people on. A lot of people. This I love it. And her brothers, my sister, one of my sisters. I actually no, we're actually firing her. Like I think tomorrow, my one of my sisters getting fired. Bitch ain't not working. I love her to death, mm-hmm. but she's not working. She's. Mm-hmm. I bought her a car last week, and I told her if I get your car, you're not gonna work because now you're gonna want to cruise around. No, no, no. I'm gonna work. She ain't worked. My fourteen mm-hmm. year old niece is work, working. Made seven hundred dollars last week. My twenty seven year old sister hasn't worked at all. Same job. So she's fired. You should fire, baby. You should by like Friday. Just remove her from all the chats and fire her. I love her to death, but I love her from afar. Fuck her. Um, you watching? Yeah, she's sorry. too busy to well, watch. We, we, we tried. <laughs> we we tried talking to the wolf. Nah, sorry. Nah, man. Well, I got ice water in my veins. Yeah, the wolf howled, man. Wolf. We don't know what to do. I, 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 I love. Uh, I had to come. I had to come over here on the table from producing just to get some of that knowledge, man. Because uh, uh, the way you speak, the 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 truth that you speak, you know, what I'm saying uh, a lot of people don't like to hear uh certain things you know that okay. that that are that are you know detrimental to to what what they want to be yeah. right? or or think they yep. they are you know so uh i, I thought uh, sure. this whole episode was amazing uh wolf dude my respects to you dog my respects to you i fuck with you man i don't know for people that watch obviously you guys know he's a rapper i learned that today Kid got skills. Hey, thank you. It's man. hard to come thank out of San Diego because we don't support we don't support our own yeah. rappers like that. But I, I try college. I I can't write no essay, but I could write a verse. I'll there we go. It's everybody yeah. like we talked about the kid that can cut grass. Everybody yeah. has their own yeah. fucking skills. He's like, you, I can't write definitely. three paragraphs. You got to write three verses. You got know? a good flow. Thank you, bro. Thank you. And it's uh it's years in the making. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we put all that to the side for this right here. This podcast right here us brothers right here man we, we we definitely uh put our heads together this year and like yo this is what we're gonna do this is what I we want to do and this is our vision and uh it's been working out man it's it's a slow game it's a slow game but you know what yeah, this is episode uh 69 <laughs> this year man just this year and that's, that's just that's shit. just our podcast we also have another podcast on thursdays uh our our, our family michael gabriel who has Shout out MG. It's Abuelita's brand right here. It's amazing. It's awesome. And uh and he, he's been grinding and going, going Abuelita's full out, man. And, and it's awesome. But uh, uh the knowledge that you shared today, dude, uh it's it's 
it's amazing. And everybody that watched today, I yeah. know they 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 took some things took home some with notes. them today. If they didn't, man, teach his own. But we'll do yeah. it again. Yeah. I took all the talking time for these dudes. I know you guys used your voice. Nah, it's all but, good, uh, man. This episode is my about first you, podcast, dog. and you guys, I, I public speak for a living, so it's hard to turn it off, and then it'll turn into another topic. Yeah. Another hey, topic. man, wait, wait, wait. how dare? Are you for real? This is your first podcast? Yeah, first time ever being on camera. Hey. Oh, no way. Yeah. Well, how dare you talk on a podcast, man? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> what I think I am. Yeah, I, I want to, I want to, uh, like, get with you soon uh, in the future and have you just talk to our community, have, have you talk to 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 uh, to just North County, you know, alone. If, if people don't tune yeah, into man. this podcast, it's okay. But, like, there are certain <laughs> things that we could do. And my guy did bring a very special yeah, guest. Yeah. You, you, you guys see right now. Everybody here is the tiger, but hey. I, don't, I don't care about anything. This is yeah. Paulie. Yeah. Shout yeah, out, is... shout out. Before we close out shout right out. here. All right, Paulie. And we this do have Miguel Paulie. again uh, giving a shout out, saying shout out Wolf. Hey, Miguel, we see that. Uh, shout out to uh, the compa Jorge out there. Hey, hey we see you. Long-winded. Hey, thank yeah. you, man. Everybody that tuned in today, hope everybody took some Badass notes, Cornell style, whatever. <laughs> Screenshots, rewind the video. Uh, it, it don't matter, man. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, we have been here with the Wolf, Michael Wolf, joining us. Bro, it's it's been amazing, man. We oh, definitely got to do this again. Yeah. And we're definitely going to see you in Vegas. We're definitely going to see oh, you in Vegas. Oh, we, we, we go back and forth, like I said. Uh, you go to Vegas? Yeah, uh, we, we DJ... We shit. all the equipment and stuff man we, we do so many things to try and get try and get out there and, and, and look i do giveaways to most almost every ufc event yeah um and then i'm doing i think four tickets in this december 16th vegas there you go so enter the fucking giveaway and you guys you know might fucking send Definitely. me the ufc fight Definitely. introduce you to some fighters 100%. take some photos and then from there you get some of these guys in your podcast how to change everything yeah yeah, yeah 100%. So 100%. i think my first podcast is uh chuck the deal so oh, very nice. And I think that's a good way to start off. Hey, look at the tiger. <laughs> you can put it on the table. Hey, cry baby. Uh, uh, probably, uh, probably the lights are throwing throwing her she's off. She wants her bottle. Tell, tell the people how old? She's like three weeks old. Three weeks. Still a yeah. baby. She's going to like a sanctuary in the next few months. But we kind of rescued her from uh where the fuck she was at. I love it. But we'll we'll love her for the next few months. She's hungry. But I appreciate you guys' time, man. Definitely appreciate yeah, you. Uh, cool. Michael, uh, one, one more time. Where could uh, people find you at? Um, Wolf of West Coast on Instagram. Um, eventually, you'll see the Idle Time podcast. I'm going to put it on everything that they got their shit on. Um, and then uh, TikTok, Wolf of Warlow. So there we go. I don't really care for TikTok much because I'm not a teenage girl. Right. But ultimately, I have to have one as business. But that's where you guys can find me. And then you'll find me on Kick It Labs a few more times, too. There you go. I heard it right here. There you go. Yeah, so shout out to everybody who tuned in to this episode. If you were here all the way through on the Spotify podcast, on anywhere that you would stream this, hey, much appreciated. And we don't have Bruce to close us out, so uh, hey, Bruce, we'll, we'll see how this Just come going. on over and close us out. Hey, hey well, what do you do, Bruce? You got it. Yeah, the, the, the cat's getting a little fiercey over here, so Bruce. Oh, man, the tiger. Hey, well, thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hell yeah, with that being said, yo, thank you for sipping up with us, thank you for talking up with us, thank you for kicking it. Peace. Peace. Are we still Shut up. Yeah, we're still we're still alive for a second and we <laughs>